Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefney Early and you are listening to the Sports Roundup Show here on the podcast. It's episode 165 and today it's all about some of the games that did survive the weather in the freezing conditions over the last couple of days. Now, we talked last week about Manor Rangers' fantastic victory over Carberry and well, they've gone and done it again, a fabulous penalties victory over Renmore, where they scored a last-minute equaliser to bring it to extra time and then unfortunately conceded late in extra time to bring it to penalties. So they were 1-0 down after about 10 minutes. Uh, Seamus Ryder scored with about a minute left on the clock in the 89th minute to send it to penalties and the really good crowd at the game in the B Park all kind of celebrated along. Went into the second half and Seamus Ryder, that man again, he stuck the ball in the back of the Renmore net Yet again, uh, so 2-1 to Manor, but before they could seal the game, in the last couple of minutes, Renmore got probably the best goal of the game, if the truth be told. A long ball over the top, and they just took it around the keeper and stuck it in the back of the net. Um, It went to penalties, and it finished 9-8 to Manor Rangers. An absolutely fantastic series of penalties. Some really, really good efforts from both teams, so... Manor come out on the 11th round of penalties or the 10th round of penalties actually as it happens um, one was missed in sudden death uh, by a young 16 year old lad Jermuth who had uh, made his come on later in the second half and had scored his, or missed his penalty and the whole crowd just felt really really sorry for him uh, but thankfully the post came to his rescue in the next one before Renmore missed the final penalty after uh, the player manager Thomas MacDonald had stuck his penalty, the 10th for Manor Hamilton. It was would have been down to the two keepers had it progressed. But Renmore missed, uh, or rather the goalkeeper for Manor Rangers saved, and it ended up as a Manor Rangers victory. They go on to the fourth round of the Connacht FA Junior Cup, while Carrick Town, despite a Shane Byrne goal and an OG, dropped out of the competition. They were beaten 4-2 away to Clare Morris in what can be understood were fairly tough conditions in a really, really cold and frosty day yesterday around the province. So Manor Rangers, they proceed to the fourth round. Carrick Town, they drop out of the competition. Also in soccer, we had the Gaynor Cup under 13 clash between Sligo Leitrim and Mayo at 12 p.m., in Sligo on Saturday afternoon. That was a two-all draw, while the under-15 version, also between Sligo Leitrim and Mayo, was a 5-0 victory for Mayo. That Gator Cup is girls' football, women's football, in soccer, and that game was played 2pm on Saturday afternoon. Leitrim, Sligo Leitrim have been quite dominant in that competition. They won uh, this, I think, the level two years ago, and they have a good group of girls coming through at that age group and will be expected to do rather well in that Gainer Cup competition as it progresses over the course of the next few weeks and months. Now, Gaelic Games kind of didn't really have much uh, going on this weekend. There was only the one fixture down for Gaelic football this weekend. That was the Philly McGuinness Under-20 Cup, the final game of that group. Leitrim still pointless after two defeats in their two games so far. They were due to play Sligo yesterday afternoon in Muggle at 12 but because of the weather, a frozen pitch was the reason. But that game postponed. Uh, not sure if that's going to take place again. And if it does, I'm sure Leitrim GA's website and social media will tell you in due course as to when and where that game will be played, if it will be played 
in due course. No rugby this weekend at all across the county at senior level or junior level, should I say. But there was one ladies football fixture, uh, the first inter-county friendly game at under 14 level. And they took to the pitch on Saturday afternoon in Keena in Longford against the home side. Uh, not really keeping score, but I think Leitrim just edged it in what was quite a competitive game. Uh, three rounds of 20 minutes. We'll be talking to their manager, Adrian Murphy, later in the programme. Of course, we had been talking a lot about the Operation Transformation Walks. They took place scattered around the county on Saturday and Sunday. Balnamore, Manor Hamilton, Carrick and Shannon, and yesterday afternoon, Drummer Hare were all in on that, and hundreds of people involved across the four different venues. Uh, just a reminder before we get into the nuts and bolts of the show about our sports awards the sports person of the month awards we have three different categories for any leitrim person or club or entity school team or whatever that have achieved something pretty remarkable this week so if your nephew or son or brother has scored a hat-trick for his local soccer team or has won a national title or is competing for ireland we want to know about it go to leitrimdaily.com click on our awards section and let us know about fantastic athletes in your life and we want to give them a bit of recognition on the show we'll be picking the suitable people in each category every week and at the end of the month one of our nominees will be awarded in each of the local national and international categories competition is pretty tight at the moment but we do want to hear from more people who are doing fantastic things on the playing pitches up and down the county Anyway, let's get into the nuts and bolts of the show. We're going to be talking to some great guests today. We were at the Bee Park yesterday, as you may have guessed, and we spoke to a number of people about that game immediately afterwards. We'll be hearing from the Manor Rangers manager, uh, Thomas MacDonald, also from his brother, Brian MacDonald, one of our nominees for that sports awards that we mentioned, along with Robbie Cunningham, both nominated last week. Both of those speak to us. We also talked to Anthony MacDonald about his school side in St. Clair's Comprehensive, and they're reaching the Connacht final this Wednesday. They won the semi-final against Kulaha last week, and they play Bala on the final, should I say, in that Lone Town Stadium on Wednesday afternoon at noon. That will be a pretty good game and well worth checking out for anybody who might be interested in that team from St. Clair's Comp in Manor Hamilton. We'll also be talking to, as I mentioned, Adrian Murphy, who's the manager of that Leitrim under-14 girls team, and they will be, he'll be telling us all about how his charges got on and how the season is shaping up for them at under-14 level. Declan Boyle will be joining us. He is the coordinator of the local sports partnership here in the county and he'll be talking to us all about the success of the operation transformation walks that took place over the weekend let's start in the b park and we'll talk to robbie cunningham top scorer in the sligo leitrim super league this season Robbie Cunningham, a uh, big game today, nice result in the end. You made hard work of it though. Yeah, it was massive. Um, as you said, yeah, tough work. I thought when we went up 2-1 in extra time that we had it, enough to close out the game, but credit to them. They got a great goal there at the end and penalties dragged on. It was looking like it wasn't going to end, but uh, thankfully, yeah, Gilly, big save there at the end to win it. Top scorer in the Sligo Leitrim Super League this season. No goals today, although you had one fantastic volley from a, a cross into the box 
thought everyone I think thought it hit the back of the net. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I had enough chances in the first half. I had two cleared off the line. But thankfully, second half there, I got a, a ball into Shamey and he finished it. So it's just, it doesn't matter. As long as you win, I don't care who scores. That's the way. In terms of the season so far, obviously, top scorer, it can't be going too bad for you. What's your own thoughts on the, the year so far? Yeah, it's a great year. It's my first year given um, full commitment to Manor Rangers because other years have been dragged away by um, Gaelic and different commitments. So I'm really enjoying it. And as you said, getting a few goals in the league. So uh, I just hope we can keep winning. And great win last weekend against Carberry. So if we push on now, we should be right on top of them for a few more games anyways. Any idea who you have in the next round of the Cup or has the draw been made yet? No, I don't think the draw has been made yet, but we'll be looking forward to it now. We've showed today that we can beat anyone on last weekend, so no fear. I suppose Carberry have been there thereabouts in Connacht over the last few years as well as locally. Would that win last week have kind of pushed you mentally into that sphere of saying, well, actually, we can compete on, on any scale in junior football in the province? Yeah, definitely. Like You can see even at training and the squad we have this year, it's the, it's the strongest squad I've been involved with with Manor Rangers and there's no reason why we can't play as good a football as anyone else and we've in every position we're strong and even on the bench we've boys coming on that can equally do as good a job so it's we're in a good place at the minute so definitely no fear against anyone. Well, listen well done today and hard luck with that volley but uh, <laughs> you won't be worrying about that you stick one in the back in the second in the next round. Hopefully yeah thanks Brefney. Brian McDonald we spoke to you over the phone last week ahead of the game you were hopeful for a good result, but uh, you managed to, to get across the line. Yeah, um, great to get the result after the penalties. Um, I don't think we played overly well today, but when you're 1-0 down and your back's to the wall and we got back and levelled it, you know, it was great work from the boys. Even though we didn't play well, I can't fault anybody. Everybody worked hard and uh, yeah, it's a great great feeling just to uh, get it over the line now with the penalties. Yeah, You didn't start today. Any reason behind that? Um, no, well... I not we had the Glencar Manor had their dinner dance last night, so it was we knew weeks in advance, and we were going to give other boys a, a run out. Shamie Ryder started, scored the two goals from play, and shows what a good footballer he is. And Kieran Brick started on the right, and I I thought he had a good game as well. Was one of our better players, so we're lucky that we have the squad that we can rotate it around. We've good good fellas there, yeah. What's your take on the actual game today? I know you said you didn't play well, but any improvements or what would you learn from from today's victory? Um, well, we definitely didn't need to step off them. We stepped off them uh, uh, at the start of the game. We played with a 4-5-1 and we were letting them have too much possession. And with around 20 minutes into the game, I think we stepped up on them a bit more and we pressed them back a bit. We didn't let them out. We probably should have done that from the start because it's hard when you're when you're out of a game, it's hard to get into it. And it took us a while to get back into it when we pressurised them a bit more. We got more more on the ball. Now, they still played some lovely football through us at times. So they were good, but... As a team, we played better when we pressed harder. Discipline seemed to be a bit of an issue, particularly in the second half. A couple of uh, descent bookings. Yeah. Uh, some people are a bit lucky. Uh, thoughts on it? Oh Yeah, the tempers were, were, were getting high there. Uh, on both sides, on both sides. I thought maybe there could have been a red card. But, um, yeah, just I suppose when it's such a tough game and a cup game and... You know, you're you're just you're both teams are fighting for their lives to get through to the next round, and you can see how the tempers can can flare a bit. But after the game, everybody's shaking hands, and it was over and done with. You know, I suppose most listeners will be familiar with the GA, where the championship is the main, the knockout is the main attraction of the year. Yeah. It's slightly role reversal in soccer, yeah. where the league is the main thing. How does the the Connor Cup fare in, in the competition schedule of the season? Oh, like the Connor Cup is a massive, it's a massive competition. Like and. 
to get into the last, you know, to get to the quarterfinals or semi-finals is a, is a massive achievement for a club like us. And that's what we will be pushing for. But now, realistically, the league is probably more what we're targeting now. We want, we're in the chance with the league and that's our main priority at the moment. But we want to go on a good run and try and push as far as we can in the Connacht. Excellent, well, listen, well done today. Thanks a million, Bradley. Thomas McDonald, manager of player manager of Manor Rangers. You made hard work of that today. Well, I would have counted Renmore and assumed they were going to be a, a strong quality side. They're top of their Division One in Galway, so I was assuming there's a quality team coming to Manor Hamilton today. But we started slow. I suppose the first 20 minutes, we were on the back foot, and they went one nil up through a, a mistake. We give away a sloppy goal and. I suppose sometime after that we finally settled down and we, we finished the first half stronger anyway and I, I probably thought we could have went in maybe one all. They had a few chances taken off the line I think and then second half we battled away. It was tough going but near the end of the game we, we got uh, got an equaliser and put it to extra time. Both keepers made spectacular saves. I think one each, at least one each on each side, which could have impacted on the game as well. You're, you're scratching your head, going, trying to remember it all. It was a long game and it's a cold day. In terms of the overall, I suppose, momentum of the game, just seemed to shift. They had it at the start, then you took over, and really only looked like one winner when you went two one up in extra time. But you let them back into the game. Yeah, in extra time when we were we were two one up and we tried to manage the last ten minutes and we got caught again at the back for a second. I thought their their centre forward, their striker took a lovely touch though to go round the keeper and finish it. Like if if he had made any mistake with that ball we we would have defended it but his first touch was brilliant and he just tapped it into the net and then it came down to the dreaded penalty shootout. It really did have everything though, like there was goals, there was saves, there was Brilliant tackles yourself. One last-ditch tackle in the first half uh, saved a really good chance as well. In terms of the penalties, uh, pretty flawless. Yeah, I haven't seen a penalty shootout like that in a long time. I I never thought I would have to take a penalty anyway. <laughs> but it, what number were you in the list? Number nine or ten? I was the last. I think. Yeah, I was fighting with the other myself and the other centre back were arguing about who was going to take the last penalty, and he wanted me to take it, and I wanted him to take it. That's my second ever penalty, so I said, "All right, I'll go up and take it." And luckily enough, it went in, you know. And then they missed their next one. So, so he's match winner here as well. In terms of the, the penalty before you was taken by young lad Jermans, uh, who's been starring for St Clair's comp in the schools competitions. He missed it. it. looked like it wasn't going to be his day, but he got away with it in the end. He did really, really well in the game, though. He's a bright young talent coming through for the club. Yeah, Jermud is a, is a great lad. He's excellent. I couldn't say enough good stuff about him. Uh, he came on there, and his, his fitness and work rate on the wing is, is brilliant. When it comes to the, came to the penalty, I, I wasn't sure. He was penalty number eight, I think. And but, but he wanted it, and I was happy to let him take it ahead of myself or... A few other senior lads, and you know he was he was unfortunate. The keeper saved it, but but he got away with it, as you said, and they hit the post, and then we got the next one, and our goalie saved the last one. So we talked about the Carberry win a lot during the week. This, on top of that, you're really starting to build momentum into the season. Where do you think that can finish for you? Yeah, there's there's good momentum now. The new year has been great. The first game, well, Merville 
didn't actually didn't turn up, so we had three points there. Then it was Carberry, now Connacht Cup, and we're back to Glenview next week. Look, we just have to take it one game at a time and keep battling away. And you've seen yourself there, the strength of the panel. We had a couple of injuries, and if one man needs to go off, there's another man on the bench that's just as good, ready to come on. So hopefully, we, we again, we'll just take it one game at a time. We have to keep getting three points on board. Now, it was a club effort, a team effort today on the pitch, but also a club effort off it. Some Trojan work done by some of the volunteers in the club to make that pitch playable today. It was in great, Nick. Yeah, you know, in January, when you go up there and see that, that pitch, it, it was like a carpet. Um, Joe Clary, you know, has done serious work. I was watching him yesterday here, and he had the pitch rolled. And Look, there was a heavy frost last night, and there was a lot of panic in this morning, but... I knew come two o'clock and the referee delayed the game by 15 minutes so give it that extra chance and yeah but the the work on the pitch and off the pitch is massive there you know Bernie Clary as well preparing the changing rooms and there's lots of work going on so it's it's great to see Well listen it's all good news at the moment out of Manor Rangers congratulations again today and best of luck uh, in the next round of the cup Thanks Raphne Cheers Now, we spent a lot of time talking on the show about the elite end of sport in the county, but it's not all about the people taking medals or national titles. Declan Boyle, Leitrim Sports Partnership, you had your Operation Transformation walks this morning all over the county, another one in Drumahair to come. Uh, it's great to see so many people out on a particularly fresh and, and cool morning here in Carrick and Shannon. Yeah, it's lovely now. Obviously, earlier on it was a wee bit uh, colder, but yeah, it was a nice crowd here in Carrick and Shannon for a walk. It's the Operation Transformation National RTE programme, and there's obviously national walks happening all over the country and we have walks today in Carrigan Shannon in Bandamore and also in Manor Hamilton who's been organised by the sports hub up there and uh, we have one tomorrow in Drumahair so it's great to see people turning up and going for a recreational walk and having just a social chat with people and, and just having a wee bit of fun. In terms of the overall work of the sports partnership I know we've had Trish Ford on a couple of weeks ago talking to us about all the stuff you're doing how important are events like today in terms of the general health of, of the people around the county? Yeah, they're really important. I mean, we're trying to attract people to, to get involved in facility and have um, obviously get involved in, and live a healthier lifestyle. And um, th- these are one of these programs. We, we try to target different age groups today. We had people, obviously, we had mothers, we had young kids, um, and we, we also had older adults here as well. So you're looking at everybody, and we had a lot of male uh, so families. So catering for everybody where possible. Um, all different programs, we try to do that. We try to cater for different different groups. Uh, we have a new program starting up now with with the preschools through the Leitrim Child Care Committee, and we're doing balancing bikes program with the with the uh, preschools. So that'll be an exciting program to be starting next week. As a matter of interest, do you have any idea off the top of your head? And I'll put you on the spot here in terms of the number of people that are impacted on a yearly basis by the the work of the sports partnership. Yeah, um, we will have. A the end of 2019 we'll have over 12,000 people that have been impacted by our programs now some of them will be obviously com- uh, com- repeat um, people um, customers as such or, or participants so yeah over 12,000 will be participating in all our programs from, from preschool up to OAPs and all the programs delivered obviously this year we have Michelle Fanning come on board and she's looking after the CIDO program so now we've, we've social inclusion and it's going really really well and we're now catering for people that, that have uh, physical and obviously intellectual disabilities and that's, that's, that's brilliant addition to our team how big is the team now in the because when you started it was really just yourself maybe one other person now it's a little bit bigger than that yeah of course it's getting bigger all the time which is great and that's obviously a sign of the economic change that has happened over the last 10 years when we started off um there was 
administrator and then there was a coordinator and then there was a minister um, and now we have uh, obviously we have a team of four now so we've got myself as coordinator we have an administrator um, um, Olivia that's just joined us very very uh, only in the last week or so um, we have Patricia Forge looking after community sports development officer and we have Michelle Fanny McGuire that is uh, looking after the disability program so and obviously we have uh, numerous um, external tutors that are out in the community that are doing really really positive work for us um, so there's a massive team um, and it does take a massive team to, to have that influence and have an impact and, and try to support groups that are doing really positive stuff. And it's not all about us delivering as well. It's always us partnering up in programs and helping support other, other uh, groups and sports clubs uh, and community groups to, to spread the word and get people active. Well, listen, Declan, I'm going to let you go because it's cold enough to be out here having a chat and um, get warm with the walking. But thank you very much for having a word with us and the very best luck for lovely. everything going lovely. on in the future. Yes, lovely. Thanks for me for coming down. Thank you. Quiet weekend in terms of ladies' sport over the weekend, but one team were in action, kicking off the inter-county ladies' football season with an under-14 challenge game against Longford, played in Keena on Saturday afternoon. And I'm joined by the manager of that team, Adrian Murphy. Adrian, welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bethany. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. How are you? It's a cold weekend to be on the side of a pitch in Keena in County Longford. How did the girls get on? Great, great. Actually, um, yesterday now at the time we were playing, it was it was a lovely, a lovely sharp day. Um, it, it's great to be out when it's when it's not raining. So, and as I say, we had thirty three girls out yesterday for for the first challenge of the year in uh, in Kina. Um, and we played Longford in 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 the first challenge. So, all went well. Um, uh, we we wouldn't really have taken the score line out of it. it it wasn't what we were were up for yesterday but uh, I think in the end of it all um, we won by a few points so a good day overall a nice competitive fixture to get the, the kind of the ball rolling for the 2020 year that's right that's right yeah yeah so as a as a, as a team or as a panel um, we would have we would have started in, in August last year um, as the under 13 development squad and we would have at that stage we would have had 90 to 100 girls out from from all over Leitrim, so that was a, a development squad. So there would have been training every every Saturday morning for that. So and that would have brought on then to to about December, where we would have started to to pick a panel under fourteen panel. Um, at that stage, then we would have um, narrowed it down to to thirty four girls, which we 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 picked on this, December. And from then on, then we've been training two nights a week, um, with the build up to starting now into into challenge games and um championship fixtures then from now on. So um a great bunch of girls there. As I say we have we have, we have thirty four spanning the whole county from from Kinloff right down to Carrigallon. Um lots of lots of great talent there. And um looking forward now to the next couple of weeks we'll have a couple of more challenges lined up as well in terms of the age group because obviously it spans both the girls I suppose under 14 for this year and also a couple of girls coming in next year what's the breakdown of the team in terms of uh, are the girls mostly of that under 14 age group or are there a few girls younger who, who are coming up behind them yeah well again like that too um, if the talent is there um, we, we'd bring in the younger girls as well you know but mostly they would be made up of of um, 13 to 14 year olds and as I say if the talent is there um, we can we can bring them on if there will be girls playing this year that would still not be underage next year you know so 
we have we have quite a few girls like that too. And then the girls that are on the panel this year, um, a good few of them would have been brought over from from last year's panel as well. So um, if they're strong enough, they're they're quite welcome into the group. And um, as I say, we have lots of talent. Yeah. Keeping it local, you've another game against Sligo. It's another challenge match next Saturday afternoon, two p.m. in St Mary's in Carrick and Shannon. It's a good opportunity for you to really see these girls in the heat of, of competition. Well, it's not really competition, but in the heat of inter-county action. Uh, tell us how those games pan out, because it's not your standard uh, two halves of football. There's a lot of change going through the, the teams from each section of the game. Well, that's right. That's right. So, um, with with the girls being, being training, um, as I say, two nights a week, it, it's nice to give everyone a run out, I feel, anyway, so... What we did last week, yesterday, was um, we named the first 15. Um, it wasn't our strongest 15 or it wasn't our weakest, whatever. So we, we, we mixed it up. We, the game was three 20 minutes. Um, so we picked a 15 for the first 20. Um, then we, we put in another 15 then for the second 20. And then we did a mix and match then for the for the final 20 minutes. So you get to see girls playing um, with... In, in a different line, you know. So if we have a we have a, a full back line, then that you might think you've settled on, and then you can change it around then for the second twenty minutes or whatever. So um, it gets them moving with with different characters in their in their in their team build up, you know. So, um, but I, I do I do feel that it's 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 when they are going to travel to a challenge match like that that it's it's good to give to give everyone a run out anyway and. I'm sure the same will happen now next weekend too when we play when we play Sligo. Um we'll do more of the same, you know. So um if we don't have a challenge game on the weekend, we'll obviously train. Um but I do feel the more challenges you get and um the challenges are of equal um, equal size, um it's 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 beneficial to all players, I think. Ladies football seems to be on a, a huge upswing at the moment in the county and it has been fairly volatile in recent years. We've, it's well documented yeah. all over the place. Has the positivity yeah. that's come in at, at senior level in the last six or eight months filtered down to these girls? Are they on that same rising trajectory? Well, I think so, yeah. yeah. As you say yourself there, there was, it was a bit all over the place there, but I would commend the current the current um, county board that's in situ there in the last in the last year eighteen months, um, they they noticed that it's not just uh, a senior team. Um, they are looking after from minor under sixteen and down to ourselves as well. So um, I would commend Aidan Heron, chairman, PJ PJ um, secretary. Um, no matter what we we ask for, it's just a matter. Yeah, we will get that for you. So. Um, between getting training equipment and and footballs and everything like that, so, but all these girls um, look forward to, to to playing for for the county at 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 whatever level it is, you know. So, um, and that's kind of what we do when the under thirteen development thing starts. So it's it's their first look into into uh, county football. So at that stage, we would we would organise. Um, Shorts and socks for them, and um, at least then when they're when they're wearing the the county jersey, that they they'll they'll aspire then to to wear the proper senior jersey, you know. So they're all looking forward to to following their their heroes, and um, I'm sure the senior the senior thing will take off as well now too, as 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 the good manager in there now, and lots of girls turning up for the for the senior training. So 
it all looks bright. It all looks positive for Leach, as far as I can see from this end. Excellent. Well, listen, Adrian, I'm going to let you go. Thank you very much for coming and have a chat with us. Uh, best of luck next weekend in your game against Sligo. Thanks very much. And if, if anyone wants to come along and see these great girls playing along, come along to Carrick, 2 o'clock. You'll see a great bit of football. That's Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock, St Mary's pitch in Carrick. Well worth checking out. Thanks very much, Adrian. No bother, Brefney. Thanks a minute. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. A massive thank you to all my guests on today's show. Uh, it was a lovely day out in the Bee Park yesterday. A bit cold, but a very enjoyable and very entertaining game played out in a great spirit. Although it got a bit tetchy at times, particularly in the second half when discipline dropped a little bit. But looking at the All-Ireland Club final, that seemed to be going around yesterday. We will be back on Friday with the sports preview show for next weekend. Don't forget to nominate your little heroes for our Sports Person of the Month Award. We'd love to hear about your family member or your friend or your neighbour or your teammate and their success over the last seven days. Go to leitrimdaily.com forward slash awards and you will find out how to nominate somebody. It's very simple. It shouldn't take you longer than a minute or two to send in their nomination. Other than that, thank you very much for listening to the show and I will be back tomorrow with faces and places from this launch of the Leitrim GAA Supporters Club last Thursday evening in Crow Park. Talk to you then.